day on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. Big day yesterday for the uh, HSR and uh, perhaps the future of the LRT. Hamilton councillors at a special LRT committee meeting uh, voted in favor of putting HSR in charge of operation and uh, maintenance of the LRT. Now, it's not signed, sealed, and delivered. City Council still has to ratify this next week and then ask Metrolinx to include HSR into the master plan. There are some reservations, so we'll talk about some of the pros and cons with our next guest, and that is ATU Local 107 President Eric Tuck, who joins us on the show. Eric, how are you? I'm very good. Rick, how are you? Not too bad. Thanks for joining us uh, once again. Obviously, a happy day yesterday for for your crew. Well, uh, certainly, yes, we were pleased to see that passed by council, but uh, we're not getting too excited, as you said. This is only round one in a, uh, a lengthy battle. I think we got some more hurdles to cover yet, and uh, but I'm I'm pleased we got by uh, at least round one, and we'll now get some of the important information that we need. Round two is obviously the full council ratification on August 18th, and that doesn't seem to be a big hurdle. You know, most often uh, these committee hearings and, and the vote yesterday was nine to four. Most often, council will say, "Okay, well, you know, we'll pass it and we'll we'll uh, we'll go through with it." I guess the biggest hurdle or challenge is going to be. Uh, City Council's request of Metrolinx to reopen, I guess, the uh, RFQ. Is that correct? Well, you know, the RFQ I don't think is is a big hurdle. As we, as Matthew pointed out when he does it, did his presentation to Council, uh, the initial process only took four to six weeks, so that's not a lengthy hish, uh, hurdle to, to cross. I think the biggest uh, hurdle we're going to face is getting the facts out of Metrolinx, getting the numbers for the operating and the maintenance, uh, how much were they prepared to pay this private consortium to operate and maintain for the next 30 years? If they present those uh, those figures, we can then do the comparison to to come up with a realistic uh, look at whether we should or should not be bringing this in-house. Do you have a sense that Metrolinx is not going to play fair in this uh, instance? Well, no, I, I, I think they're going to try and drag their feet because they don't want to present that information to the public, uh, but I think we have to get there. The reality is we know what the cost is for operating and maintaining over the 30 years. We have some of the figures from Kitchener-Waterloo. Uh, um, they've already signed their RFP. So, you know, we have a similar line. They've been, been using those comparisons for everything else. I think we need to get those numbers out in the open and find out if, in fact, we can do a better job in-house uh, at comparable, uh, a comparable amount of money. Have you seen any numbers that could be comparable to what uh, can be done by the HSR? Yeah, I'm not really going to talk about that right now, Rick, because we don't have real real numbers that we can confirm yet. Okay. We've, uh, we've done some preliminary crunches, but uh, we're still waiting for the, the real numbers. A couple of the comments that uh, Mayor Fred Eisenberger made yesterday, reserving his support for going ahead with this operation and maintenance uh, by the HSR uh, to, to operate and maintain LRT, basically saying the maintenance costs in the city uh, would be assuming is, is, quote, not rational and not necessary. Also adding that, you know, we're... we're you know, our, our HSR people are good at what they do. They're not necessarily uh, track or, or train people. Uh, what do you say to that? Rick, you know what? We've transitioned from one mode of transportation to another over the last 120 years. You cannot tell me 
any pro- private consortium that comes in to operate and maintain this uh, LRT line is going to have to hire operators. They're going to have to hire heavy-duty diesel mechanics. They're going to have to hire heavy-duty uh, linemen to look after the rails. We've done that before. We can do it again. I don't buy that excuse. We've transitioned from horse and buggy to the uh, over to the rail uh, cars before, early days. And then we went from the rail cars to the diesel buses, and then we went from the diesel buses to the natural gas buses, and, and then to the articulated buses and low floor. You know what? We're, we're changing constantly. Transportation is just that. Uh, it does evolve. The, the uh, technology, technologies change, and we hire and we adapt to those, uh, those technologies. It's not a big deal. It really isn't. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.